Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Marco with Dreaming in Fashion. Welcome to another week of this fashionable podcast. Um, on this particular week, we're going to talk about some interesting things that happened on last week. And let's start. Here we go. So, the first thing on my list is the team up of stylist Jay Bolin and Michelle Williams. So, Michelle Williams has been doing her thing you know within the just on the fashion scene lately i've been noticing she's been you know using stylist jay bolin who's originally from mississippi um he relocated out to dallas i know that he's been styling her for a lot of like individual shoots that she's been doing on the streets of dallas maybe for certain events red carpet events and i think that he's doing her doing his thing because Michelle is always known as uh, known as the underdog, but when it comes to that fashion game, I think that she's killing it. Uh, you know, out of out opposed to the other girls in the group. You know, Kelly's okay. Beyonce, um, Beehive don't come for me, but I don't see Beyonce as a style person or a style icon or someone one to watch when it comes towards fashion. That's just my opinion. And you guys, you know, no offense, like I said, Beehive, but Beyonce, I don't see her as that particular fashion person. All right, next up on my list here, this particular subject, I, I think it happened earlier this year or last year um, with Victoria's Secret. So there's this Brazilian model who is also a transgender. She makes like she makes the history's first trans transgender model for Victoria's Secret. Her name is Valentino Sampaio. Um, don't hate me for pronouncing that wrong. Um, her last name is spelled S-A-M-P-A-I-O. So if you want to go look up, look her up and take a look at her. And her first name is Valentina. Um, basically, she's like the first transgender model for Victoria's Secret. You know, um, Ed Razik, the chief marketing officer, apologized and he stated that his comments was insensitive um, from like the previous time because he said that he didn't want any transgender um, models, you know, walking his runway, plus size models. Um, he basically, his reasoning was he said that his show was about a fantasy. Um, my comment, just in, just in particular, I'm like, well, how much more fantasy do you need? I mean, because fantasy comes in all different sizes and shapes, you know, genders and, and all of that as well. So that's just my take on it. And, you know, like I said, she's the first transgender uh, model to walk Victoria's Secret's runway. Um, her name is Valentina Sampaio. You guys take a look and go and check her out. You know, she's a beautiful girl. Next up on my list, what we're going to talk about today, um, staying in that same topic of transgender women, does this particular model um, who lied about being a transgender woman, you know, she's appeared in lines for Rihanna um, and in different lines and different things like that. Her name is Carissa Pinkston. So she lied about being a transgender woman. And basically she said that she panicked after, after her transphobic um, post resurfaced online on Facebook. So she she posted two, uh, two posts. Both were actually posts of her lying about being a transgender. And then she was called out about it. So Aaron Phillips, who knew, who knew Pinkston, 
took to Twitter and said that she lied about it, basically. Um, my standpoint on that is it's already hard enough for people within the LGBTQ community to do different things and to get, you know, jobs, bookings, and contracts and auditions, you know, whatever. And you're going to lie about something just so that people can feel sorry for you or just so you can get clout off, off of it. I think that's a bit ridiculous. I, um, I, I mean, I don't agree with it. You know, she was fired from several different um, gigs because of this, you know, rightfully so. I mean, it, why would you lie about something like that? And then, you know, they try to go, get, go on bookings or make people feel sorry for you. But hey, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. All right. Next up on my list is Barney's New York. Barney's New York files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Um, when I lived in New York, you know, I've, you know, scrolled through Barney's a couple of times. Uh, it wasn't something that I could always afford, but I always like to go and take a look at the fashions and see what was new, what was hot, what was fresh. It was almost more like those, one of those department stores that was kind of, I guess, I want to say on the same level as Saks, Lord & Taylor, maybe a step above those particular two, but, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but they filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy so basically they're saying that like many of like many in in their industry barney's new york their financial position was dramatically impacted by the challenging retail environment um the rent structures and the excessively high relative market demand so their ceo daniela vatel said that or yeah daniela vatel said in the statement that bankruptcy filing will allow the company to conduct sales a sales process um review their current leases and optimize their operations um i can see this you know with a lot of retail stores and this happening especially the higher end retail stores and department stores because everything is now is online most people shop online everything is not like you know we're gonna go to a department store we're gonna go get fashion from here or and different things like that most people are on the go all the time most people want to see clothes on the body so they're online shopping most of the time they're not going into department stores and different things like that and trying different things on as much as they used to so i mean it's to be it's to be understood and then also um the type of economy that we live in with those particular price points not everybody in america can afford those particular price points so a lot of people shop fast fashions or most people shop fashions that are more convenient and more within their price range or or their particular budget which is you know completely understandable i think that barney's what they should do like i've said with many of the high fashion labels that that's went out of business um they should basically make a line catered to they call it a better type of um i guess a better type of a better brand basically where they can put into different stores whether that store be target whether that store be you know a jc something like that something for the middle middle america type people or just just people with that type of income to keep selling. I mean, I don't want to say fast fashion, but they're going to have to do something to keep up with those people like the H&M's, the Forever 21, the Rue 21's, you know, th those type of people, the Zara's and the Urban Outfitters.
So that's what I would do in particular. I would create a line that would still be good quality, still would be fashionable, still and also still be affordable. All right, speaking of creating from dope fashions and the next person I'm going to talk about is somebody that I had been following for a long time even when I was you know well I still am when I look up to her as a fashion designer she's still doing her thing she's in her own lane I like her aesthetic she's a great designer her name is Jacinta Lijon I'll spell that for you um, it's J-A-C-I-N-T-A and her last name is L-I-G-O-N. So if you guys want to take a look and go and look her up on Instagram, on Facebook, you know, on social media, take a look at her work and what she's done. Um, I know that recently she had a particular dress that was on Vivica Fox on a cover of a magazine. And she posted a post saying that, hey, here's, here's another instance of my work where I don't get credit. So she reposted the magazine cover of the dress with Vivica wearing it just to say, hey, this is my work and I'm not getting credit for it. And I see that happen a lot within the fashion industry, but I don't think it's anything where the celebrity knows or it's like a celebrity's fault. I think that a lot of the time the stylists are just pulling clothes for the celebrity for a photo shoot and they just have all the clothes on the on like a rolling rack or just line or laid out or on a lineup or whatever that they do or however that they do and basically they're just pulling from that rack and you know just styling for the particular shoot i don't think that they take time and really research oh this person made this garment and we got to make sure that we credit this person which they should make sure that they credit the person or the stylist if they're put on this shoot because if you look in most magazines, Vogue, Harper Bazaar, British Vogue, you know, any fashionable magazine or anywhere on online or social media, most of the time, whenever there's a, a celebrity in those particular garments or something like that, they make sure that they um, give credit, like where the photographer, makeup artist, stylist, and different things like that. So speaking of styling the next person on my list is of young style icon who i love and adore um zendaya she was in the vogue she was in vogue the vogue, uh, vogue magazine and she was slaying also if you guys are haven't watched euphoria i like her style in in the actual you know show and she has like this I want to say it's like a tomboyish type of style or like tomboys meets 90-ish type of look and, and it's like a grunge I guess I would say and I like what she's I like what she's doing and just outside of that particular show Zendaya you know whenever she comes to red carpets whenever she comes to Met Galas you know she's always looking you know or dressed to the nine should I say that and she's always doing her thing she's just one to watch so you guys make sure that you're watching out for zendaya um and you know let me know your thoughts what you think so this next person up on my list here this is a kind of a funny thing and i was dying when i watched the video and I, I i mean i was like well i've never done this particular thing but i i guess i think it is maybe appropriate for some instances but maybe and also 
it may be a little overkill in some instances but you guys tell me what you think so naomi campbell so she's on this flight she has like the surgical mask on she's has on the disposable plastics latex gloves and she has her antibacterial wipes she's wiping down her flight seat before she takes her flight or you know before she sits on the you know the flight seats before she takes off she's wiping everything down and you know and she's and she's like i don't care what nobody thinks about me um i'm gonna make sure i can't get sick and there's so many germs she's wiping the entire seat and then she also takes like a quilt or some type of blanket or a sheet or whatever it is and she lays it over the actual seat and she sits in it and she's just like i don't care i don't care if people look like i said she says she don't care if people look at her funny and strange she cannot get sick i don't know personally when i when i've flown the, the couple of times that i have flown um i've never really thought about cleaning the seat i guess because i'm more so about i just want the pilot to be okay with driving this plane and i want us to make it to our destination safely I, I mean, I guess I should say I, I don't care if I do get sick or not, but that's the last thing on my mind at that particular time. But I guess it should be one of those things where well, how they do at the grocery store now or when you go to Walmart or when you, whenever you go, they have like the wipes for the carts. So I think that um, maybe they should, they should start doing that on the plane where they should have the wipes on the plane where you could wipe down your seat and wipe down things before you, t you know, take a seat and different things like that. All right. Speaking of Naomi, um, longtime friend of hers is kind of in trouble or kind of in hot water with China, and that is no, none other than that Donatella Versace. So basically, she had to apologize to China because the leading Chinese brand ambassador, you know, she quits Versace, Versace and she was stating that um, that the brand's T-shirt broke Beijing's one china policy um that particular brand ambassador yang me she's also the actress and a singer she is issued a statement just announcing that the termination of her contract with the luxury fashion house in response to a design which appeared to list hong kong and macau or macu as a country rather rather than cities so Donatella had to come out with a statement to apologize and you know and, and just basically say hey this was a mistake this was an accident and I didn't realize that this particular thing was going on or, or we didn't catch that mistake and we apologize so just in hindsight you know it's, it's kind of like the H&M thing with the um, you know the young black the young black um, child you know wearing the hoodie the, the i guess the hoodie i can't remember exactly what it was correct me if i'm wrong i think it was a hoodie with a monkey on it or what the words monkey on it or something like that um it's kind of like one of those things i think that these people who are the actual creative direct director of these companies or people who work within these companies are not paying attention or they're just being spiteful and they're not paying attention to the details it is very important as a creative, as an artist, as just anyone in general to make sure that you pay close attention to details because because that little thing may not matter to you as much, but it may matter the most to someone else or it could offend someone else. So, you know, Donatella had to come out 
and make an apology and give a statement just in regards to that and just apologizing about that particular t-shirt so so um i don't know i mean hey just be more careful next time well guys that is the podcast for this week i hope that you guys are enjoying this this is our third episode for the week i make sure that you guys are subscribing to my youtube channel as well dreaming in fashion make sure you guys are following me on instagram at underscore dreaming in fashion and i'm also on twitter you can find it there and make sure that you guys are making comments make sure that you guys are giving your feedback on what you on some of the topics that i've brought to you and i will see you guys next week